0: This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site. The content found on TheBestDayEver.com from David Wolf and New Horizon Health, Inc. is for informational purposes only and is in no way intended as medical advice, as a substitute for medical counseling, or as treatment cure for any disease or health condition, and nor should it be construed as such because that would be illegal. Always work with a qualified health professional before making any changes to your diet, supplement use, prescription drug use, lifestyle, or exercise activities. Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information. Greetings, everybody. This is David Avocado-Wolf, and I'm joined today by Dr. Daniel Amon. He's a board-certified child and adult psychiatrist. He's the medical director of the Amon Clinic's He's a distinguished fellow of the American Psychiatric Association. Dr. Amen is the author of over 30 books, including the New York Times bestsellers, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, Magnificent Mind at Any Age, Change Your Brain, Change Your Body, and The Amen Solution. He's the producer and host of six popular shows about the brain, his work has been featured in Newsweek, Parade Magazine, New York Times Magazine, Men's Health, Cosmopolitan, and, and other amazing media resources. Okay, Dr. Amon, how are you doing?
1: Hey, David. I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. And you've got, you've got a book that I think it's just about to come out or it's been out or it's coming out in February, Unleashing the Power of the Female Brain. Let's start right there. You're going to be at our Women's Wellness Conference speaking about that. Tell us about some of the insights that are in that book and and where has the research taken you?
1: Well, you know, I was very nervous when I decided to write this book. I have five sisters, three daughters, and I know no matter what I said, somebody would be mad. But at the Amen Clinics, we literally have the world's largest database of brain scans related to behavior. And we just finished analyzing 46,000 scans comparing male and female brains, and female brains are radically more active in like 90% of the brain, and it gives them strength and vulnerability. And so the book is really about what strengths do females have, empathy, intuition, collaboration, multitasking, self-control, and a little worry. And yet, all the activity going on in their brain gives them vulnerability. Anxiety, depression, excessive worry, insomnia, pain, being unable to turn off your thoughts. And so the, the book was really my gift to the women that I love on, you know, how do you take care of the most important part of you, which is your brain? Why is
0: it, I mean, I've heard different theories about this. Why is it that the female brain is different? Why? What are the chemicals involved? What are the hormones involved that make the female brain different, more capable of multitasking? You know, some of the things that really, I think, give women a much greater ability to navigate in our current world with all the different dynamics going on simultaneously. What what are the chemicals there?
1: Well, it's interesting. Actually, you know, for as long as they've done IQ tests, men actually scored just a little bit higher. This year, for the first time, women scored higher. And I think it's because of what you said, it's all the multitasking that is required that they just do a better job at. When we are con- you know, a male brain has much higher levels of testosterone, which gives you strengths in certain areas, but also vulnerabilities in others. It's, it's the estrogen that helps make the connection to turn a brain into a female brain. One of the things we found that was just really interesting, there's a study from Canada that showed women produce 52% less serotonin than men, so serotonin is the happy, uh, feel good, flexibility uh, neurotransmitter, and when it's low, uh, you have more activity in your brain, but you also have more vulnerability to things like anxiety and depression.
0: That's super interesting. Now, can you see that through with your brain scans? You can detect the level of serotonin in the brain.
1: No, what we can see is levels of activity. And the more activity you have, the less serotonin you have generally. And so what we often see are the limbic part of the brain, the emotional part of the brain, is fired up in women. Now, it's why they're involved with bonding and why they remember every bad thing you ever did. Uh, But it also makes them more vulnerable to, to depression. So in specific areas, so their prefrontal cortex, so that's the front third of the brain, dramatically more active in women than in men. And, you know, it gives them self-control. You know, women go to jail dramatically less often than males because they have better forethought and impulse control. But also that excessive activity or that increased activity makes them more vulnerable to getting thought stuck in their head. And so many women and their husbands tell me that you know when she gets a thought in her head, it just won't go anywhere. It just spins. And that can cause a lot of heartache for them.
0: Because women have a different brain and obviously have different hormones and neurotransmitters and there are different ratios of them in their brain and in their nervous system and even throughout their bodies, How do you see that women should exercise differently or eat differently than men to optimize their brain capacity?
1: Well, given the vulnerability they have to more mood problems, it becomes even, even more critical to eat in a way that enhances these neurotransmitters that we're talking about. So, for example, and this is why, you know, take chocolate from some women and there will be a fight. Uh, that certain simple carbohydrates filled with sugar or their high glycemic foods, um, they raise serotonin in the brain. So uh, in Tana's class, in my wife's class, she had a woman that was totally addicted to donuts. And it makes perfect sense because if you're vulnerable to anxiety and depression and you get pasta, potatoes, rice, bread, sugar, it, boosts the level of serotonin in the brain and makes them feel happier. The problem, of course, is it's addictive and it's going to give you all sorts of health problems. So we have come up with the idea of smart happy carbs versus dumb sad carbs. And so a smart happy carb, for example, would be a sweet potato or some of the low glycemic fruits that we like blueberries, uh, raspberries, strawberries, uh, because they'll still raise serotonin levels, but not to a level where you're going to crave them and it's going to end up affecting your health in a negative way. The other thing, so food is really important to the food-mood connection, but, but exercises as well. And many people, they actually exercise to treat an underlying mood disorder. So head-to-head exercise against Zoloft, a really good uh, antidepressant, is, you know, after 12 weeks, they're equally effective. After 10 months, exercise actually beats the socks off Zoloft. So eating right, exercise, taking some simple supplements can make a radical positive difference for uh, all brains, but particularly the, the female brain. And the female brain's in trouble. In the last 20 years, male lifespan has increased five years. But female lifespans only increased 2.7 years. And they should be the same. For example, in Australia, they're the same. But the reason is the health habits in our country are damaging men and women, but more so women. Uh, higher levels of obesity, diabetes, heart disease, hypertension. And with the addictive foods so widely available, many women's behaviors just get out of control. And unfortunately, they reach for things like lap bands rather than a rational lifestyle.
0: I heard you talking about supplements. You're into herbs. There's some key ones that you've noticed over the years that work. I remember in our in our previous conversations, you've talked about ginkgo as being effective. Ginkgo for women's brains, other herbs for women's brains. What do you think there? And while you're on that, to hear your thoughts, this is something that personally I'm interested in, that progesterone is like a super molecule that gives women kind of almost the egg in the way that their brains work, the capability of using their brain. Can you comment on that as well?
1: Well, progesterone's like Valium. It's the brain's calming hormone. And what most women don't know is it actually drops 10 years before menopause. And so when a woman's in her late 30s or early 40s, all of a sudden she feels anxious and edgy and she can't sleep and, you know, her husband can't do anything right and she begins to turn toward those high glycemic foods or toward alcohol or benzos or sleeping pills. And they just don't know that a little natural progesterone can make such a a huge positive difference. So progesterone is really important and important to get your levels tested. In the new book, there's a long chapter on hormones and the brain-hormone connection. It's so interesting and so important to know. What I tell my patients as far as supplements, I think all of us should take a really good multiple vitamin every day because there's so few pupils who actually get all their nutrients in their diet because the diets are just so lousy today. Also with fish oil, omega-3 fatty acids are lower than they've ever been in our diet. And when omega-3 fatty acids go low, there's more inflammation in the body. And for the brain, that's a disaster. Inflammation is associated with depression and dementia. So fish oil, multiple vitamin. And then I have a supplement we designed that has two things to boost blood flow. So that's why I like ginkgo, the prettiest brains I've ever seen take ginkgo. And been posted to. I, I want to
0: quote you on that. that,
1: that <laughs> it's just I've noticed through, through the years there are imaging studies with ginkgo showing that it can be very helpful. Now, when you give ginkgo to a bunch of Alzheimer's patients, they don't get better because by the time you have Alzheimer's, it's like the circuits have been burnt out. So a lot of people go, oh, well, ginkgo doesn't work. It's like, no, you have to really understand the, the studies. But besides blood flow, acetylcholine is really important because it's the major memory learning neurotransmitter in the brain. And so I like acetyl-L-carnitine and huperzine A, uh, both boost availability of acetylcholine in the brain. And then we use N-acetylcysteine, which, you know, when you really understand NAC, it's a really cool supplement. It's an antioxidant. It boosts glutathione levels in the brain, which is the body's most powerful antioxidant. But it also helps decrease craving. There's seven studies showing it helps decrease cravings for things like alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, gambling, uh, even this thing called trichotillomania, uh, compulsive hair pulling. Um, and then alpha lipoic acid. And alpha lipoic acid is really important because it helps stabilize blood sugar levels, and some people are actually calling Alzheimer's disease type 3 diabetes because uh, people's blood sugars are just out of control, and getting that stable can be critical to healthy brain function. So those are the groups of supplements I really like sort of as a basis to keep your brain healthy, and then it really depends on, well, What kind of brain do you have? Are you impulsive, compulsive, impulsive and compulsive, sad or anxious? And so we've developed uh, supplements to help with those specific things because those are the different patterns we see on the scan. So, for example, I would never just call somebody depressed. That's like saying you have chest pain. I want to know, well, what kind of depression do you have? Does your brain work too hard or not hard enough? and then target treatment specifically to their brain.
0: You've been able to scan so many brains. I mean, I think the latest number I've got you've scanned 78,000 brains. I'm always concerned about this rise in, quote-unquote, mental illness in our culture, you know, schizophrenia, mood disorders, blood sugar disorders, sugar addictions, whatever, you know, that leads on to, to um, mood, m- m- moody behavior or even extreme behavior or even, you know, people going postal. Um, and we see that. Like, it, you know, it's come up recently. Somebody goes into a, a school, shoots people. What in the heck is going on at that level from your perspective? I mean, do
1: you have any insight on this? Well, it's so sad. And in large part, I think it's because nobody's looking at the brains of people who suffer. So if you take any of the school shooters, there was evidence that they were emotionally not right or in pain. and uh, I am a psychiatrist, and I get in all sorts of trouble with my colleagues because my field's just broken. You know, we're the only medical specialty that never looks at the organ that we treat. So at the Amon Clinic, that's what we do. We look. So if your social anxiety is so bad that you've not talked to anybody in your school, odds are there's something the matter with the organ that runs behavior. And so we throw around this term, mental illness. You know, what the hell does that mean, right? Because by and large, they're brain illnesses. And when you look at the brain and then work to optimize it, your chances of being successful are so much better. Now, it's not just, oh, you have a brain problem, take this medicine. Diet, exercise, sleep the way you think, who you hang out with, what does your life mean, all of that is important and it matters. But if the organ of behavior is broken from toxicity, you know, like mercury toxicity, or from a head injury, we did the world's largest study on active and retired NFL players, um, then, you know, you're not going to get better with psychotherapy or with antidepressant medication. We need to completely rethink how we help people and a big part of the answer and I know you know this from your work is going to be the right food right supplements and exercise but right in the middle is you have to look because if you don't look you have no idea um, you know speaking about the school shooting in Connecticut we actually have the scan of Kip Kinkle who's the boy in Oregon who killed his mom and dad and then went to a school and shot 25 people. So a very similar scenario. And when we, um, he was scanned, his brain is very damaged. Now, if you have a damaged brain, it gives you a damaged life. But that's the first place to look, is, well, what the heck is going on in people's brains who do these kinds of things, uh, to better understand, uh, what's going on?
0: I mean, you're, you're such an amazing resource and you're, you're doing such great work out there, Dr. Amen. what What's going to happen when this book comes out? What do you have planned? And you're going you're gonna to do the um, Women's Wellness Conference, obviously, and you're going to unleash the power of the female brain into the media. What do you, what do you got planned? What, where, where are you going to go with it?
1: Well, you know, I call women uh, the lever people in our society. They, they make things happen. And so connecting with organizations like yours and others around the world I think, is, is just perfect. And you, what makes me happy is many of the people who read early copies of it say, you know, I have to go get 100 copies for my friends. So we're just going to try to spread the word in whatever way we can, is that you can have a better brain. and And one of the reasons I wrote it was the big project I did at Saddleback Church is 85% of the 15,000 people who signed up were women. When they got better, their families got better. It is women who will change the world, and so taking the message, I think, specific to the health agent, women, will be very helpful in getting the word out on this book.
0: Fantastic. Well, we're super excited to have both you and your wife, Tana, your beautiful wife, Tana back again. You guys are such a great team. You're an inspiration. You're an inspirational couple. And For all those folks who are joining us right now, we're going to be at the Women's Wellness Conference Friday, February 15th through Sunday, February 17th at the Orange County Hilton in Costa Mesa 2013. And there we'll be joined by Dr. Amen, his beautiful wife, Tana, myself, and many, many others. We're going to be celebrating throughout the weekend, but also learning a lot and empowering ourselves to take action. And uh, Dr. Amen is very skilled at doing that. You'll love his presentation. He is a phenomenal public speaker. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Amon. and I'm wishing you and, both, and your wife
1: both the best day ever. Great. Same to you, David. We're grateful to you. This program was brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com. Thanks for listening.